You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. We don't need to be riding on no fucking horses. Why? Fuck are we doing on this fucking horseback? Why would we not be on horseback? That's like a really profoundly human response to that question. It's like, what the fuck are we doing on horseback? Why wouldn't we be on horseback, peasant? That's when I get hit with the whip. Back to your duties. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like, we don't need to be on horseback. Why don't we need to be on horseback? That moment has that moment had, um, and, and uh, except in rare cases, for the most part, that moment has come and gone. We leave those horses alone. We don't need horses pulling shit. Unless you do. We don't need horses with humans on them recreationally. We don't need horses pulling shit recreationally. We don't. I think you have something against horses. I don't. Yeah. The humans riding the motherfuckers. We don't need to be on that shit. Niggas be on the horses fucking around. Get off the horse. What if the horse likes it? The horse will literally look for a human then. That horse walks up to a person and scoops they that person that. up. Yeah. They do that. No, they, no, I'm saying they like. They actually, they will actually okay, do that. Okay, good. Then those horses, yes. Um, a vast majority like, of horses with people on it, I do not think care yeah, about having fucking like, people on them. A lot of, like, a lot of horses really like their humans. Like, there's actually, like, a bonding. Like, yeah. like you can bond with your horse. Yes. And let yeah, horses horse pick you up. Definitely practical. Listen, then let, no, let the horses <laughs> pick you out. We're not, it's, we're not, we're not, it's not a not nuanced system of humans letting horses pick them out, like, on some mystical fucking animal familiar shit. It's not. We're fucking jumping on horses back and strapping things to the neck. And you know this. You're just being fussy. I'm certain that there are a handful of people who are mystically connected to their goddamn horses. And their horses chose them when they were babies. And the baby's been strapped to that horse's back. There are actually a lot of mystically. Yes. I'm going to, like, listen, all I'm saying is please don't call horse Twitter out on us. Listen, you don't need to be on the horse. I've seen horse Twitter go hard on people. Right. I've said no. Some humans. That when when Mike Pence was on the horse. No, it was when that fucking other racist was on the horse. Humans, we love riding horses. We love riding horses, and we have talked ourselves into how much horses love humans riding on them. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. There are listen. If a horse does not want you riding them, they will let you know. Oh, I understand. There's no question of the horse not wanting to be ridden. I'm just saying we. It is, it is unambiguous. It's good. There's, it is one thousand percent unambiguous. The horse doesn't want to ride it. The horse does not want to ride. Want you to ride it. There's just no question. Okay. Well. Absolute, absolutely none. I'm just saying, humans ride ourselves into places we don't necessarily need to be. We do that. That's what humans do. I'm saying it might work. Best case scenario is our relationship with horses. We still did it. I'm sure that horses find us endearing. That's cool. That's great. They're like, they're like, horses are just like this misguided, hairless creature. Your I ass is so mushy. How do you do anything? Get on my back. Just get on. <laughs> How do you fucking travel with that mushy they're ass? They're like, you are walking way too slow for me. God, you're so slow. You don't. This, that's slow. how fast you can go. You're going about a smooth seven miles an hour. You ain't going to get no. You know, get on. Get on. Come on. <laughs> But you too, you, you, and, your, your you and your kid, get on. You try your best, and, you know, you take care of me, so I'm going to do you the solid. Right, just get on. Go, go. It's fine. Yeah. Don't even worry about the saddle, nothing. Just, I'll get, That's where fine. are you going, about two miles down the road? All right, just, just, Jesus Christ. It'll be okay. Jesus Christ, squishy, squishy, cold cut body people. <laughs> just lunchable. Where's your muscle? 
God, just lunchable ass fucking people trying to travel. Like you guys are gonna <laughs> die out here. You know, just say lunchable ass people. <laughs> space my name is aaron ren freeman i'm the host of this program but really though on the deed i don't know if you realize i erased on the deed to this show i erased my name and put your name down the most delicious wait, name in podcasting <laughs> wait is owner there a deed? owner and proprietor of add space i'm like is there actually a deed at least bacon bacon island Hi, um, I'm glad somebody remembers my name. I've been quarantined so long that uh, all I know are these four walls. Ain't nothing. Listen. In the jackhammer that is um, attacking the stairs attached to my bedroom. Well, not really. My bedroom shares the wall as the outer wall, and they're removing the stairs, which no. are attached to the outer wall. So my bedroom is currently shaking. The cat is not happy well you know they're um adding... i've been sending updated cat pictures all day well your cat looks like she's getting woken up from a nap or resting every time like it literally looks like what the fuck every single time she's the most irritated tenant in the building because her resting is getting it her resting is getting air is getting interrupted her napping is getting interrupted it's all just not it's not working out for her she's not happy she is the definition of not happy. <laughs> My poor baby. And sometimes like she sometimes like she looks like positively distressed. And then other times she just like is like, I'm going to murder somebody. If she can't get to her um she can't continue her cat business without the proper amount of rest in between cat business. Right. And the worst thing is is if I open up the window, the sound gets worse. <laughs> so we can't even open up the window. And she wants to lay under my bed, but the floor is shaking. So now she's laying on top of my bed. I'm pretty sure there is no movement on top of. Like I don't think you could, even if the even if there was an earthquake, I don't feel like you could feel the actual movement on the bed. What kind of bed do you have? It is a 200 pound actual wood IKEA bed frame with drawers and a foam mattress in it. When was the last time I had a real bed? Like and I want to like and I want to emphasize that there's like several different kinds of beds at IKEA. This one is like 200 pounds of actual wood. Right. Not not their fluff filled wood. Like it's the only like fluff wood is the drawers. But the actual frame is solid wood. Now, for whatever reason, they decided to make, like, the attachments that you put it together with, like, plastic, which means, like, plastic against solid wood is they just break. So I have, like, I have one, I, I have one drawer that's just not put in because I had to, like, use parts from, like, you know, I, I sacrificed a drawer to put the entire rest of my bed together. That's fair. That's science. But, but, but that space is actually perfect for a cat. So I just put a little like cat bed underneath it and, and she can go and hide under there. Oh, that's so savvy. 
Well, I found out she liked being under there, so I might as well just make it comfortable. Well, I mean, and I'm never, never putting that drawer. I'm never putting that drawer together and putting it back in. Like, like the, I, I used to entertain the idea of doing that, but I've, it's literally been four years. It's been three to four years. It's just not happening. Oh, fuck that drawer. Right. It's just not happening. Let's just, you know, you know who loves that drawer? The cat. So it's fine. I'm putting you on the spot because it's actually fun to put you on the spot. What are you putting me on the spot for? Topic. I need, I need a little, I need like, I need, I need a little bit of direction for it. I can't, you, you can't just put I don't, me on the spot. With I like, don't have. With no direction for the spot. I don't. The thing about it, the only thing, it's totally unrelated, is I'm fascinated by the NFL's refusal to not play football. And that's what I I've been looking that. at. I've been looking at that the entire day. It's totally not related. It's not on brand for what we're doing, but I'm fascinated. It's not on brand. Hold on, hold up. Stop, stop, stop. I need to, like, I need to explain the brand. All right. I feel like. I feel like sometimes we forget what this brand is. This podcast, podcast. is to talk about nerdy shit. Talk about nerdy shit. And queer shit as it relates to nerdy shit. Right. And identity, other identity shit as it relates to nerdy shit. Now, in the terms of nerdy, we are not gatekeepers here. Literally everything falls under nerdiness. Everything. It just so happens that because we play so many goddamn games, that's where like most of what we talk about comes from. But there's whole other things. I'm a political junkie. Aaron does sports. You have, um, I also have a homework assignment for you. At some point we need to talk about Actually, for everybody, but you, because at some point I would like you to watch Blood of Zeus. Why does everybody keep okay? Because it's in it's it's things that you know, but it's also the messiest program in human history. Okay, I'll watch it. It's it's so it's so messy, and it escalates it escalates un, unwaveringly off of how messy it is. And I would like some type of messy historical correlation where, where we talk about the mess, which is substantial. And the uh, actual... Is it all just like Greek mythology shit? Oh, yeah. No, it's 100% Greek mythology. It's all... Oh, it's 100%... Oh, okay. That's like open. Listen, Greek mythology is some of the messiest shit. Right. Like, oh. like, like, like people will talk about like, oh, and this happened in this mythos. And this is like... Like, honestly, I think the... I think Greek mythology should... 100,000% be known for its messiness because it's just like everything that happens is the result of messiness and I really and I also love the fact that um like even how it's like like related to world events like my my, my favorite thing about my favorite thing about Greek mythology is that the people who like even you know like like that was like their religions at the time like and you know there were temples and stuff but even they it wasn't it wasn't the same kind of reverence or even fear that we think of it was really just like here's some people living and the gods are just fucking shit up 
Like that's <laughs> like we are all living here, but we're basically toys of the gods and they're just fucking shit up all the time. Like, and that's basically Greek mythology. Like Me. stuff that happened, like wars that happened were because the gods were fucking around. One of the things that I've noticed is when I look <laughs> at Greek mythology things typically is they is they have like like the beginning of it is usually the gods fucking around with each other. But at the end yeah. of it, it's always like a story of like human her heroism. One thing about the blood of Zeus is they never let you forget that this whole thing that you're watching happened because Zeus and Hera have a very toxic marriage. That's it. Right. There's no way. This is the, there's no there's no story of heroes and villains. No. It's just no. this real the whole time. The whole time as this thing escalates, it's still very clear. Yeah. That they no, just have very toxic relationships. Like I like I will always uh empathize with Hera, regardless of how terrible she is. Because she's in a position where she there like there's only certain there's a set certain amount of things that she can do within her power. So first off, she is and before she even like forcefully was forcefully married to Zeus, she was the goddess and is the goddess of home, hearth marriage like 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 you know faith like faithful marriage like she is the goddess of marriage and like it it is and it is sacred to her and she specifically did not want to marry zeus no matter how many times he came at her because she knows what kind of person zeus is he he plants he plants many host seeds she, right. she knew she could this not grow nigga, a family tree from all those things. literally came in and raped her. Jesus. Yeah, he raped her and in it forced her to marriage. She had she had to marry him. She couldn't even just be like, no, I'm not marrying you because she is the goddess of marriage. That's so terrible. he came in and raped her and forced her into marriage that she didn't want. That's terrible. And he cheats on her which is again against the sanctity of literally her entire being. You should watch the show. In fact, we're right. gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> like, stop you there. We're gonna stop you there, and right, we're gonna say you need to watch. You need to. So like, even though like I have to say, like Hera does terrible things to various people, Zeus also knows all of this. Right. And Zeus is also on some level afraid of her, but he doesn't stop. When you when you watch the show, you'll see just exactly how accurate all of this is. We're stopping you. <laughs> We're stopping you. We're okay, stopping watch you. Watch, watch the program. If you're listening, you watch Blood of Zeus. I'm certain if you are listening, you've already seen it, and you're nodding right along. And that's why Bacon's going to provide hours <laughs> of historical context for what is the messiest show. If you are a lay person like me, the layest person in America. It is just objectively the messiest show they've ever seen. However, with the proper context, yeah, the and show that's will like, be that's like one thing I try to emphasize is like when they say like a god is the god and goddess of like X, Y, and Z, like like their powers like are literally them. But Zeus entirely has a choice to not be a fuckboy. There is nothing in his his array of personality and his powers that says he has to be a fuckboy. It's infinite. And I was just not a toxic fuckboy rapist. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, they totally have a toxic mar- they have the most toxic relationship, but it's also not one she wanted. Well, you know, they go over that. Um and uh yeah, we're moving along. <laughs> I'm not 
not allowed to say anything. You're not allowed to talk about it anymore. Because this is good. This is good. We're going to need you to watch it because I need you to watch it. And then I need you to come back because I know you already have the information, which is why we're all telling you to watch the show. We already know <laughs> you have this already in the holster. We're trying to get you to not fire first. That's why we're all just holding down the gun. We're all just tackling you. Okay. Well, well, okay. So I, ha- I will say this. A lot of the reason I like stay away from a lot of like Greek related contact content especially in the terms of with mythology is because a lot of times what they do is um and there was a time where a lot of it like overlapped with like roman stuff because romans started taking over and then when the romans were taking over they also like in like enfolded greek mythology into their own culture in order to like kind of keep the peace sort of thing but they also like changed things and manipulated things and things right down to names and personalities like um mars being the god of war for um romans and Ares being the god of war for uh greek mythology like they're basically the same character but the greek version Ares is fucking useless he's like he's useless and terrible and just reckless like he so Ares is the embodiment of of like combat war whereas Athena, it, I. This is not related to the show. This is related to my content, like why I don't like things. Oh, I, I, uh, I, I understand. Also, and um, Athena is like the goddess of like war strategy. Right. So like, but Ares doesn't do. Ares is not strategy. Ares is like battle he, lust. He likes to hit things with his hammer. He I, likes I, to hit I, things I, with his hammer, I, and that's like he he has no brains. I, I, but I need you to watch the show. I'm going to watch the show, but Mars. They gave him brains, and they actually kind of turned him into like a respectable, like respected god. But he was never that. The um one thing also you'll <laughs> notice is seems as though there they are wanted to- hmm? there are also a lot of uh, Greek folks in the actual creative team, up and down, which fascinated me. I was actually that's, that's why that's another reason why I'm telling you to watch it is because there were a shocking number of Greek names going up and down the writing team and the direction oh, team was- every episode, and it kind of it hate like it kind of felt like it the way odyssey felt like it if that makes sense like it's like oh these folks are telling their story nigga, oh, like, okay nigga, nigga. listen All listen right. the biggest turnoff is when somebody says hercules instead of heracles and it's supposed to be greek myth well there you go <laughs> just like i'm like hercules is is the is um the latin version like roman latin and heracles is greek so when like i'll be like this is a thing based off of greek myth and they're like hercules and minerva and i'm just like is this greek or is this roman um my favorite thing was in the beginning about 15 minutes ago you said and i quote i don't know why everyone wants me to watch this show (laughs) i don't I mean, but now I do. Now, now I do. Now you do. Okay. As I understand that this is like, I literally cannot, like, I, I could not keep you from doing a hot 20 minutes. Like, I've been trying to, you've been dragging me down, up and down the aisles of the supermarket for 10 minutes. I've been trying to get you to stop talking about this for 10 minutes. I'm just getting dragged. I'm just letting it just wrapped around one of your legs, getting dragged up and down the mall. Of all, you should know that once my mouth starts moving on a tangent, it doesn't stop. No, no, I can get you off a tangent, just not this one. And this is why everyone wanted you to watch the show. And this is why no, we were watching the show. That, no, no, where I was able to stop was like 
Okay, there's there's like lengths and tangents. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you have gotten me off a tangent, it's you've gotten me at a stop point between tangents. Okay. That makes sense. Right. You were trying to stop me before my tangent was over. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's comfortable. Like traveling wrapped around being dragged around by your leg being dragged around on your leg is actually a really comfortable way to travel. Um it's fine. So it's fine. You can keep going. I have no issue with that. I really don't feel like walking around this mall anyway, so you can keep going. I mean, I like malls. That's fine. Keep going. No, it's fine. No, I'm no I I I'm done. Like I was just saying why I don't generally like watching those shows was because of the um, mashup that a lot of them do between like Roman mythology and Greek mythology. And yes, there was like, I understand historically there's, there was an overlap at a certain point in time, but they usually don't get those time period pieces. Like they usually don't get those time, like those time periods correct. Cause there is like full on time periods. Oh yeah. No, I, um, and where like, yes, I know that, um, it is in his TV and in his entertainment. No, 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 no. It doesn't no, no. matter. It's still like one of those things where I'm just like, no, I no. twit. Here's the deal. No, no, no. I refuse. I don't accept that as an excuse for historical, wild historical inaccuracy and just generally um, heavy handing at blanket applications of history. This is somebody's story and it's usually best told by them. So when you come through, and then treat and then and treat it disrespectfully. It might make for entertaining stuff in the short term, maybe. But if you want actual long term entertainment based on history, you might as well let the people tell the story without any type of filtering or any type of shorthand. It's usually the best way to hear these stories. So and even if it's entertainment, the best entertainment is to hear it correct is a correctly told historical story because all you do is listen if you just tell some greek mythology you just straight up from read it from the goddamn book it's fucking wild you don't need it to be embellished and there's like eight there's like fat like hundreds of different versions of each myth and it's just like it is fucking wild because of course like each region has like their own and then time periods it changes etc but it's all messy none of it is not messy Right. Right. And so it's just like, like, so like, you know, there's like some drama with like Egyptian myth. There's like, listen, any like Hindu, some shit happens. But like, all like, and the ballads, the Nordic ballads are just wild. But nothing compares to Greek mythology. <laughs> that shit is off the wall. It is, it is wild. And, like, my favorite part about it is literally, like, folks, like, it, it's really clear that folks at the time were just like, yep. Gods. <laughs> I think, like, it's, like, even in one of, like, um, one of the the plays, one of, like, a Greek play, they're just like, we're just their playthings. <laughs> it might have been, it might have been from Plato. I think it was, is that... Yeah, I think it might have been, but it was literally from like one of the Greek plays. They're just like, we are, we are nothing but the gods play things. That sounds so. <laughs> sounds so sad. That deep, 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 defeating. No, it, it's so funny if you just want to hear like, like, and this is part of what made Odyssey super, super funny to me was just like that, like dark sarcasm. 
that dark sarcasm is in the plays. Like it is very clear that the people are just like, this is what they do. Um, and so basically, whenever it was anybody was doing something like that was just like didn't make any sense. They're just like the gods took them. They're being controlled by the gods. Who knows? <laughs> it was just like anything bizarre, anything that didn't make sense, or it was just like, why are you acting like this? It's my favorite. All right. Blood of Zeus, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Blood of Zeus. Coming, coming, that. coming next week. We will, because you're gonna watch it. Oh, you're oh, under the okay. gun. You're under the gun. Um, I never really tell you to watch anything for this program, but very few things. Literally don't. I don't. But um, I feel like this is right in your wheelhouse. Um. Also, it's respectful. It seems to be. You can tell me if I'm wrong. It seems to be respectfully created. Which is the biggest thing. Because I'm I, going I'm literally going to assume because like specifically because they have um um specifically because they have a lot of Greek names on like, you know, like people Greek folks working on it, I'm going to assume it's respectful. Right. It feels like it. It doesn't it doesn't one of the reasons why I don't watch these is because they're usually so Americanized that it's actually a bit of a drag seeing American people clearly miscast as any any Greek people, whether they're peasants or gods, they don't look right. Just listen, looking. listen, the Medi- the Mediterranean whites are spicy white. Right. And you can tell when you just cast to just regular old American actors they, to do the thing. Have- natural bronze and olive skin just natural bronze and olive skin yeah, don't we, have that weird pallor we um we we have america we have a unique brand of sickly white that doesn't translate well to that particular brand of stories um and yeah and curly mops they also have curly mops so some of y'all think that they look like mixed race people and i'm like no they're just spicy Right. Those are well-seasoned white people. Our white people are not seasoned at all. Man, Greek curls are beautiful, though. Right. They're not. They're not. So it looks odd. It always has. Um, But with that said, that's for next week. Moving along. Wait, you were going to talk about football. Now I'm interested. Well, there ain't nothing to say. No, you were saying about like these... there ain't nothing to say except them niggas don't stop playing football and that shit don't make no goddamn sense. There's a whole football team that's got 20 players that got fucking COVID or on the COVID list. Wait, the, Bronco, which, which the Ravens had, I believe, 18 players and coaches and stuff on the COVID or COVID contact list. Um, and they're trying to get it. Pre- and the game got postponed from like Thanksgiving to like Wednesday. So they gave them motherfuckers like six days. Sure, boys. You're not going to get over COVID in six days. Never mind. The NFL has some, I don't know what their policies are, but they seem to just be sitting there. They Their policy is just looking at a stopwatch. And then when that shit's hit zero, they send the guys back out there. I don't understand if you got 20 niggas on your team in your organization that may or may not have COVID, do have COVID. Just Lamar Jackson has COVID, as a matter of fact. And, um, They're ruining 
Wait, what are they going to do next year? None of these players can play. Um, we don't know that. Um, as is the American response is we are not concerned about the long term ramifications. No, but, we, but we do know that. Um, uh, the NFL no, doesn't that, know that. I'm just saying, like, 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 we actually do know that. Like, oh no, we do. We just act like we don't. We really shouldn't be. We really shouldn't be throwing our athletes into the fire like this, um, especially the football guys. They're not guys. Gonna be able to play. Um, I mean, some of them will, I guess. Some of them won't. I know one or two of them are out for this season. One has um, I forgot what it was yeah, called. they're just out. They're out. They're, they're out. Done. Like one has um, I think he has a lung issue. He has a lung diminished lung capacity. He can't play. Yeah, that, and then the other one has that, I forgot what's the name of that. That's like a, a disease of your heart muscles. I forgot what it was called. Something. Whatever. Yeah, he has a disease. He has a heart muscle disease now. He has a cardiovascular. Yeah, something like that. Disease. Yeah. yeah, no, they're they're done. They're not. They're not going to be able to play. Right. So those aren't things that go away. No, they aren't. They're no. So um. So they're, so they're going to have full teams. Yes. Why are they so hell bent on ruining themselves? Don't they want money? Um. Because they're not going to be getting college kids either. Yes, a lot more college kids are testing positive for COVID than the professional guys are playing. Testing well, and positive. college football season's also like done. It's chopped up. Some college football teams are playing. Some college football teams are not playing. So... Yeah, well, even the ones that are playing right now aren't going to be playing. Oh yeah, I agree. No, like all the universities are shutting down. Right. Like they're. they're eventually, they're we're not. We're playing. not going to. We're not going to get to the end of the college football season. No, not at all. We're not no. going to get to college. We're, college sports are not going to be around until about March. We're going to revisit college football sports around March of next year. Right, which is going to be uh, basketball. Basketball, right. Well, February. Basketball in February. But no, that'll probably be delayed. So yeah, March will actually probably, instead of March Madness, when the champions usually, probably when the season's going to be starting. Right. Yes, we're going to have some type of like June average, June, June and madness. It, it, and you know what the thing is, though, is March is the second wave of flu, usually. Right. So if shit doesn't, if people don't get their asses in shape over the winter when spring hits, it's all fucked again. Do you know that the Broncos played um, on Sunday without a quarterback? The um, All three of their, one of their quarterbacks tested positive, and they had the quarterbacks meeting. All the quarterbacks were in there not wearing masks and stuff hanging out. So every single quarterback they had on the roster um, was either COVID positive or so close to a positive case they had to go into quarantine. So the Broncos on Saturday um, found out they would have no quarterbacks for a game on Sunday. And um, they were so desperate, they asked one of their coaches, an offensive quality control coach, who would played football 10 years ago collegiately. Can he play? They were like, no, you can't have coaches turn into players suddenly, which is an NFL rule. <laughs> the coach just be like, no, you can't. The NFL was like, no, the coach was like, sure, bet. The NFL, <laughs> the NFL. Oh, bet, you know, what? I bet that coach was like, sure, bet, at, like, at, LOL. Right. And that's the thing is like, you're in the football players are all a little, a little, a little, um, a little wild. So he's like, sure, I'll play. I'll play an NFL game suddenly after 10 years of being a coach. Sure. No problem. <laughs> and, you know. Uh, and it's fine. Uh, NFL said no, but then the Broncos were like, "Can do? Can we not play?" And the NFL was also like, "No," because apparently the NFL rule is that a I think it's like fifteen percent or something like that of your roster has to have COVID for the game to be postponed. 
Um, but it doesn't. It's not restricted to an offense, a, 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 a position group. So, so if all okay. of your if all of your wide receivers get COVID, you gotta still play. If it's like six niggas and it's not like twelve niggas, then you gotta still play a football game. College, if you don't if you don't have a position group, you don't play the game. College has a very has has a much better rule where if all your quarterbacks are out, games canceled. Uh, college has always had better rules, but always they also rules. have lawsuits and parents. Right. Yeah, that's because that's because college ones are actually um, tied to the university, and their money comes in a lot of different places that they don't want to fuck with. That really makes so sense. It is, it is easier to say we are not playing than to fuck with that other side of the money, because <laughs> it's just like here's this side of the money. Here's all of this side of the money, which is not sports, but goes, but gets funneled towards sports, but it's not sports money. Donors, player, like tuition, players, parents, there's fucking lawsuits. The university does not want a lawsuit right now because they cannot financially handle it because none of them are getting overseas um, uh, uh, students right now, which is the bulk of where a university's money comes from mm -hmm. is them overseas kids, which is why universities are struggling as fuck right now and closing down departments and shit and everything is wild. Yeah. No, it's, they don't, they're not fucking with that money. They're just like, no, it's not worth it. We got our losses because they're like not doing so would be a greater loss. But, and this is okay. So this is what really confuses me. Because like I don't know the NFL very well, other than it's like the organization is full of a bunch of rich white racist people. So I can understand them being we don't care because one we want money and two we at this point know a good portion of our players are just all them coloreds. But they're fucking up their own money. Yes, they are. Like, like, like to the point, like, like, like. Their racism is fucking up their own money to the point where they're not going to have that money next year. Like um, they're they're literally it's like they're trying to collapse the organization over racism. Racism usually ruins most straightforward American businesses that make money that just print their own money. Usually they are undercut by racism. This is no different. Um, what I'm I, I, but I haven't seen it on this massive of a scale is what I'm uh, saying. Like. Like the amount of dollars that passes people's hands with the NFL is just wild. And they do like, they do print several billion dollars a year for free. Right. But the amount of money that they're gonna lose over tanking themselves, and it's not like this is a business where they can cut their losses and run. It's not that kind of business. Right. They're going to damage their own pockets. I'm and gonna... I don't I don't get it. Um like they're they're physically dam they're damaging their own like it, it, it would seem as though um it's one of the it's one of the biggest blights of our current administration was that it became acceptable all the way at the top of the food chain to shrug at coronavirus it's the biggest it's the biggest issue with having no leadership with negative leadership we actually had negative leadership we could have had no one actually running the country and done better but we had negative leadership to the point where it was now because people followed Donald Trump's lead, the administration's lead, where if they're shrugging at coronavirus, then to a certain degree, as long as we are not shrugging as much as they are shrugging at it, 
where they have the entire White House be infected with coronavirus at some point, we're fine. So the bar effectively goes down so low that everyone else just calmly steps over it, even if they are effectively going to ruin their brand. Because eventually the COVID lawsuits will come. And those are going to be worse than the concussion lawsuits because COVID's present. It's not something you can fuss with, or it's not going to be something 20, 30, 40 years after the fact. It'll be here probably before the end of the decade. <laughs> when we get, by the time we get to 2026, players will start turning around and suing the NFL, and every single player can jump on that. That's going to be a big problem for the NFL. But I don't even think it's going to be in 2026. I think it's going to be sooner. We'll see. Um, because we already know. We already know. Like, we have people who've had early COVID who are 234 days into it. And we and are, like, they're in severe chronic conditions. We already know. Like, there's actually, like, because of the... Because of the way we're handling coronavirus, like with the vaccines and the research right now, is like we're basically at a point where it's literally unlimited research. I mean, sorry, unlimited resources with unlimited dollars behind it, which is like sped up and and mass, just like a, a massive like um, uh, test group. We, we're having like fantastic test groups. So, so all the stuff that causes roadblocks in getting a vaccine or getting information on a disease most of them have been eradicated so we've done like unparalleled amount of work in a short amount of time that's actually valid so like we have the data right now like we already know Ooh. and it's already out there what will need to happen and the only reason why i say it will take time is because of the nfl player themselves um we're not going to be we're going to need and I hate to say this, we're going to need one or one to five of these motherfuckers to drop dead and about 30 of these motherfuckers to have major problems. And because these players are not acknowledging that they have major problems, like, for instance, like Cam Newton, Cam Newton had COVID and he has not been the same since his diagnosis. And you can see it. He has not been no. the same, but he won't tell you that. And no one will tell him because he won't start the conversation. So no one's everyone's just going to be like, oh, yeah, he's been struggling. But no one's really going to no. say he's he is he looks different since he was well, diagnosed it literally destroyed bone it destroys bone density right and like and i'm sure for cam newton it is that is terrifying to even say out loud even though he knows it right and that's that there's, there's like there's, and this is the thing that people refuse to understand about chronic illnesses is like chronic illnesses and disabilities are terrifying and it's not just like the physical loss of like what you currently have it's like what your life is now going to be and that takes a lot to kind of like wrap your head around so people need to be saying it other than cam newton because he is in no position right now to say shit right and that is why it will take years because we as a country don't we won't speak up for black people we won't speak up for athletes we won't speak up for black athletes and we damn sure are not going to speak up for the football playing black and, american athlete right and this is this is the, one of the things that's been like i've specifically not been focusing on the deaths of covid um the deaths are a lot we've had extreme amount, large amounts of deaths but what we are what we have had and what we're going to have more of and what's going to be more of is i think i said that twice whatever is um the chronic disabilities and chronic um, 
conditions and something that I'm going to bring this up because like one of one of my friends this is like actually bringing it up to me which made me realize that like people don't really know about this is um shit the, a really similar thing happened with the Spanish flu with the Spanish flu people were left chronically disabled and with problems for an extremely long time and then what was it like 10 to 13 years later they were executed by Nazis because of eugenics um, the Nazis pushed eugenics, and one of the things that they pushed eugenics for was, again, the disabled. The people, the reason why people were disabled were because of the Spanish flu. Hmm. Right. We are literally, so, like, the conversation that's been happening right now is, it's okay, only people with disabilities are the ones who are dying, except for the fact that this is, this illness has like is destroying bodies and creating chronic conditions and disabilities that's going to be one causing um a strain on our existing finance like medic like medical medical system which is already under extreme strain right now just trying to like handle stuff um handle this disease that people won't take fucking seriously right virus um and it's not their fault and they should be allowed to live and they should be allowed to have help. Like this isn't, people are like really starting to get with some of their language into eugenics territory. And that's kind of how it starts. Yep. Although, I mean, we've already been leading up into that for like a long time. You, you hear it, you hear it more with like a lot of um, severe illness, severe chronic conditions or with like mental health. Where it's like where you're just like just lock them away or you know they shouldn't be alive or whatever that, that's all eugenics that is all eugenics hmm. um oh and also results of the Spanish flu were um like children who were uh born from people who had the Spanish flu were also genetically altered hmm. same also ironically enough also same with um uh people who um, were in the concentration camps or um, like, you know, survived the labor camps and the camps, et cetera. Uh, there's actually like conditions from the experimentation and the gas and the trauma and all of that stuff in the bodies of the descendants. Right. So <laughs> like, love, very important. We'll bump it up to twenty twenty five. I'll 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 um I'll hear you. I'll hear everything you just said. And given how terrible and how racist our country is, I'll say that lawsuits will start coming in around twenty twenty five unless the right person has the right COVID related illness. If something no, happens to Lamar Jackson, gonna, then it gets pushed up another two years. Listen, we're gonna be seeing lawsuits a lot sooner, but we're probably gonna be seeing the big lawsuits later. Like, wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, COVID that takes down Amazon, to be honest. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, COVID is, uh, Amazon is literally telling people with COVID to go to work. That they know have COVID. They're having them go to work. Really? Yes. In the warehouses. You know, those big ass closed in spaces yeah. with the 200 other yeah. makes? Where they have rapid testing, but if you still test, you still have to go to work during the durations. And if you have COVID, they're still telling you to go in. Hmm. 
Well, that's that then, isn't it? Yep. So that's why I'm saying, like, we're going to be... We're going to be seeing lawsuits sooner than I think others think, but we're also going to be seeing the big takedown lawsuits probably probably later. Well, everyone... But, but, like, but like, a lot of, like, those takedown lawsuits, like, happen after... You know, several years of like that. It's it, it, it essentially like with these sort of things, you kind of have to like establish a pattern. Kind of like with CTE, how many CTE lawsuits are there? Right. Right. Huh. Okay. How many of them took before they started making some actual changes? Hmm. I'm using quotes. Aaron can see them. None of you can see them, but I'm letting you know I'm using quotes. It took like ten. It like what took ten years of lawsuits. No, I'm looking it up. Oh dear, that's a high number. Okay, well, fair enough. Right. <laughs> they have a, they have a list that would require me to Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> no, this is this is how this is how it starts. Yeah, this is gonna be a bad list. This is gonna be an extra long list in about two, three years. That's terrible. Right. It's just gonna like it's it, it's never actually like those really big lawsuits aren't the start. They're usually the end. Like the like or like a or like a climax point, but there's like always like a you know a whole like roller coaster go like going upwards towards it. We just don't talk about it, and people don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there you go. Whatever is, uh, whatever companies get taken down, deserve it. One hundred percent. And I'm sorry that we um have um altered so many lives off our love of getting packages on time and American football. Still, just like they're literally destroying their own pockets. Like, like they're not even doing capitalism right. As like capitalism as an economic um, theory, right. which is what it is. Right. So, they're not even doing that right. That's like th that's literally not capitalism. Right. That's just greed <laughs> and bad at it. This is terrible decision making. Yeah. Multi-billion-dollar businesses torpedoing themselves long term for no reason with no. problems they have all the infrastructure and all the resources to um weather smoothly right and the worst part is with the like and what the football thing is is like that's not even long term like we're talking long term we're talking years we're gonna see like there's gonna they're gonna do you know how much money they're they're going to have lost in like the next two years yeah well they made their like, choice Christ. And of course, like, there is, like, a greater thing. Like, life is more important than money. But it's, it always astonishes me that, like, 
like racism will like they're so keen on like their racist like white superior white superiority beliefs that they'll do this shit and i like that like i can't like yes like they love whiteness more than money yes that's where we are and i think that's i think that's an idea that also like i mean it's hard for me to like get through my head but like i keep seeing it over and over where it's just like whiteness whiteness is more important than money yeah, when we when when people say whiteness is a uh, death cult, it's a it's a it's a it's it. This is what they mean, is that your whiteness you can die for your whiteness, and there are so many other white people who agree with you that no one will question it. It will require massive lawsuits, several billion dollars of losses, decade of of litigation, for these folks to realize that maybe. In fact, they should not have. People should not have died for them to generate income, <laughs> to generate revenue. Like it will take that much, that much effort to get there. It's definitely a death cult. It's it's it's. You know, I could use a we could use a Greek god or two just to act out. Like, it'd be great. I mean, it would be timely. Like I'm always I'm I'm a big proponent of new problems forcing old problems away. So I think the problem of whiteness as a death cult would also help if we had a kraken. <laughs> and just just a just just a giant just a giant creature of the sea just smashing some just smashing just to just to provide some perspective so that we could possibly possibly just, deal with the kraken I, and be a little I less just, racist kraken is scandinavian that's cool i, <laughs> I don't i don't i don't i don't I, it, the, the kraken can be anything anything at all I, I i just i would i would love a um a natural deterrent i'm not even saying it would work because clearly nothing works but just something of a refreshing new problem because I realize like I'm always complaining about this. I have the same, we have the same problem. You and I are on the same risk of like the same risk of death from the same things that our parents were, that their parents were crazed whites are the thing that might kill us both too soon. Both of us, any black person listening that will probably kill you crazed whites for some way, whether it's them working you to death, whether it's some doctor who's like black people don't feel pain or whether it's some white person in the parking lot of Trader Joe's, some incel with a gun, that's our that's our natural predator. It's crazed whites, and it's been like that for forever. And all I'm saying is, I would love a new problem. Like I'm not even saying I want to live forever, but I'd rather be swallowed up by the kraken than killed by crazed white. That's my point. That's why I say I want new problem. I'm not saying we're gonna solve the kraken. I'm not saying he's not going to dominate the oceans. I'm not saying we're going to be able to safely travel by air or by sea ever again because the Kraken has emerged, dominates the sea. The Kraken flies now. Throws rocks. It's it's. The you know, this works a little bit better if we're talking kaiju, but at the same time, that's fine. Whatever. I'm, 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 I'm having a ball with imagining a, a flying uh, Kraken. It's, it's not flying. It's throwing things with pinpoint accuracy at planes it's reaching into the water and producing 
underwater sea darts and spears that we didn't know because it was too big. We could not fathom that these things at the bottom of the seafloor were fucking spears for the Kraken to throw at aircraft trying to fly by real smooth. There's a sea creature. And you get a spear through your engine. You're fucking with the Kraken and it's pinpoint accuracy. New problems. That's all I want. New problems. I, new problems. I'm not even saying we're going to solve these new problems. Like those mon- that monolith in Utah. I don't care. You know, I keep seeing stuff like about that and like really like extraterrestrial shit. And I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, and I- the best part is it's like, I don't even care if it's true or not. I just, I don't care. Like I have, there is no space in my head for it. Right. That's because we have this one tiring, persistent issue as black people. So yes, we are so tired of this persistent issue, and we've seen the limits of it. We did not think that the, the end of plague would, we didn't think that the plague would just not stop racism at all. Like we didn't think that they would choose their whiteness and white supremacy over like a blood disease like it's the type of thing your grandparents tell you that white folks will die for racism because they lived in the, they lived in a different time than we did so we didn't see it the same way they did and for us to see it it's disruptive it's a point of trauma for each of us we all have to process going forward we will all have to and so yep. i just want new problems aliens i don't care aliens kaiju kraken great creatures of myth and legend i don't care i don't care if it's little things big things i don't care i want new problems we need new problems just to get wrap our mind around new problems i mean you're not wrong right i would be so happy if there were aliens and they were taking people and they digitized my consciousness and i appeared in some type of robot and I was like, hey, what's up, guys? This is Aaron Rand Freeman. Welcome to another episode of ADD Space. In the meantime, the reason why we had a hiatus is because I was taken by aliens and my body was digitized and now I am in a robot body. It's fucking crazy, guys. But listen, be great. Be fantastic. It's so weird. I'm just like, but why? What? <laughs> it's like, but why? Like, why are you so hell-bent on killing yourselves just to say, fuck you, niggas? <laughs> I'm like, you're literally killing yourselves just to say, fuck yes. you, got you. Right. Got you, coloreds. Got right. you. Why? Yes. <laughs> they, they, would, they would rather everyone die than for, any, for, for there to be even, even the illusion of equity. And to process the depths of that belief is, is stressful. So, I want a Kraken. I mean, can I name it? It's your Kraken. Okay. So, do we all get our own Kraken? No, you get your Kraken. I don't care. I don't need a Kraken. I need to see it. I don't need one of my own. Knowing it's yours would be pretty cool. I don't care. You can, like I said, <laughs> as long as it's my Kraken, it's fine. I don't care. Like, I'm not, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not even out here trying to live. I'm not even here trying to process the Kraken. I'm trying now here trying to, to process the, uh, the the cracking problem. I'm like, I'm going to be one of those virgins they sacrifice to the motherfucker. I'll be out there in day six, all chained up in my see-through, in my see-through gown, looking all sexy. 
That thing, that thing would eat me up. That'd be great. And they'll be like, and put that shit on my tombstone. This nigga died from a new problem. And there's a bunch of emojis, fire flame emojis. <laughs> new problem, everybody. New problem. Hashtag right. Hashtag new problems, flame emojis on my fucking tombstone. Oh, with like a fire selfie. Yeah. That's it. I'm fine. That's going to be my Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag new problem, everybody. <laughs> Check it out. Look at my Kraken. Like, like, I'll, like, have Kraken in the back and, like, my hands up. Like, and, like, one of those, like, like those, you know, those Instagram selfies where they're always just, like, it looks like they're holding up, like, some whatever building, but in their hand. And in my hand's going to be, like, the Kraken destroying things. I'm like, Hashtag new problem. That's right. <laughs> yes. Put some little stickers over it. Yes. Emojis and stuff. Be on TikTok. The kids cracking will have a little TikTok. You manage the Kraken's TikTok. Oh my God! It would be the the only reason I would use TikTok would be to be the to Kraken's manager. Right. Absolutely be the Kraken's manager. I'm like Kraken. And your manager. And you're listening to this, and you know we're not wrong, and that's a shame. That's a shame. We're not wrong. You know you would be on that Kraken's TikTok. That Kraken would have a more popular TikTok than the fucking president of the United States. We'd be looking at that Kraken rampaging the goddamn oceans, eating fucking virgins, knocking over buildings, swinging around. Maybe you might be able to get like some decorations on it. I don't know. But um, maybe you can get like sponsorship or something like it were like a, I don't know, like a. What would it? What would? What would? What would sponsor? What would the Kraken sponsor? What would sponsor the Kraken? Okay, to be fair, I'm in Seattle, so the entire city. Just <laughs> like people graffiti on it and stuff. Just be like all types of art and <laughs> all types. Of if we're looking for the home of the Kraken cult, it's here. <laughs> there you go. It'd be the official. The official <laughs> mascot of the city of Seattle would be the Kraken. Right, it might as well be. Then you can. We have so many things here that are named Kraken. Oh, then you guys wouldn't even. Then you guys can. Sasquatch would be really upset. Like we actually might like get a giant Sasquatch, like like a herd of Sasquatch, just be like, nigga, what? And that'd be fantastic because of your (laughs) allegiance to the false god, the Kraken, the actual. (laughs) They would literally just be like, "Is this how you repay my like?" Is this what you do to our relationship? Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. These are all new problems. These are all exciting new problems. New problems, which means we need a new mascot. Sorry, Sasquatch. I mean, the, the, uh, it would bode well for your NBA, for your, your the, the NBA franchise. You guys are overdue for an NBA franchise. The uh, Seattle, the Seattle Kraken would be legit. Uh, Actually, I think that's going to be the name of our um, hockey team. Wait, I don't think it's going to be the Kraken. Hold up. I think we're going to get a new hockey team, and I'm 99% sure there was something Kraken-related. That's how much Kraken there is? I can't, like, I can't differentiate what new thing is being called Kraken. Oh, shit. Y'all niggas is about to be the... Oh, shit. No, it's the... Hold on, wait. Yeah. The official Seattle Kraken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, y'all a whole-ass... Y'all going to be a whole-ass hockey team. Oh, shit. Oh, well, f- well, fuck me. <laughs> I was just like, well, okay. So the reason why that was actually like y- you were saying that you know we're due for a basketball team, but like there's actually like a major fight between the hockey fans and then the um, what the fuck was our failed basketball team's name? The, the SuperSonics. Yeah. So the SuperSonics. So you have you have like legit 
like vehement, like spitting, supersonic, like fans who are just like, we want those hot dogs back. And I'm just like, they're never coming back. Oh, they can't. They're, I mean, they, I mean, they could. Well, the concept of the Sonics, you just like them, like they're never coming back. And the others are just like, we want a hockey team. Give us our own hockey team. We don't have a hockey team. We have to like go to ugly places to have like B-rated hockey team, not actual league hockey team. Give us our hockey team. And the hockey team won. I can't. And honestly, I feel like we would do better with hockey than we would with basketball. Um, because even our okay, listen, our college basketball team sucks. Our women's college basketball team is doing great. The um no, the Seattle SuperSonics did great in the city. They got robbed. Um, the owner just took more money and flipped the team when he said he wasn't going to flip the team to um. Oh but. no no no! I understand what happened. I'm just saying, we're never getting it back. Like it's it's like that. Oh, oh yeah, that the team's is- never coming back. Yeah, they might need to they might need to restart the Supersonics like they did the Cleveland Browns, but they're not going right. to. Have to totally restart. But also, what I'm saying is, is like that it might just not be our sport. Um, sound- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like our local teams, our local basketball teams are really terrible. Except for the women's basketball team, the women's um yeah, college basketball. Also, no, no, hold on, wait. No, no, y'all niggas won the fucking... The Seattle Storm won the WNBA title, I believe. Hold up. No, our women's team is fine. Our women's team is great. Yeah, y'all, y'all niggas won the... All of our women's teams are fantastic. Yeah. Like, I, when I'm saying our teams aren't good, I'm, I'm specifically talking about male basketball. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about I'm not I'm talking about men's basketball oh, because okay. that's where that that's what it's gonna be. Women's teams don't matter, but our women's teams are like doing amazing. Yes. Um but our soccer team is great. We have a great soccer team. Huh. Yeah, the Sounders are good. So what I'm saying is is that basketball just not might be our It should be. Y'all got robbed. Y'all deserve a team. But I'm just saying. Also, the Seattle crowd was lit. Seattle crowd's always lit. There's no reason why you, you guys should have every conceivable sport. Or like we have for for all the people who are just like, I don't I don't do sports. Sports are terrible. Sport like we have some of the most fanatic fans. Like there are twelves all over the city, even when the team sucks. So. I just look at this all as like an observer, but I am, I'm not going to lie. I am really actually excited about a hockey team because I genuinely like hockey and none of my home teams have hockey. Well, um, none of them. Wisconsin doesn't have their own hockey team. Do you know who I had to go for? Illinois. Not happy about that. You had to root for the Blackhawks? I'm rooting for the fucking Blackhawks. That doesn't seem like something that you should be allowed to do as a person from Wisconsin. Well, it was either that or Minnesota. Yeah, you guys have like beef, right? No, not doing. Oh yeah, we've Minnesota and Wisconsin always have beef. I mean, technically, all states in the Midwest have beef with each other, but there are some states that are slightly more tolerable than others. Others, like I'll take Illinois while calling them Flatlanders because 
Milwaukee is two hours north of Chicago, and we share the same pizza. Midwestern beef always has those <laughs> blocks of text that make no sense at all. <laughs> and it's like, I come from New York, where it's just like, fuck Harlem niggas, they have some pussies. And that's the end of the interaction. Like, what happened? They're pussies. Oh. And that's the historical explanation. Midwestern beef has these, oh, always has, the, and you never know when it's coming, this unintelligible block of text, unless you're from there, and then you're like, mm-hmm, fuck Illinois slash Wisconsin slash Minnesota. F- fuck those motherfuckers. And, and don't forget Michigan. What? And Michigan. everybody hates Ohio and Iowa. Right, yeah. Fuck those people from those places. Yeah. Like the, entire, like the entirety, like, like those four states that I was talking about when it comes to Iowa and uh, Ohio, like literally all of the four states, like um, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, <laughs> Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, like all four of them are just like, beef, and I don't understand why. The explanations are so fascinating, <laughs> but yeah, that's that. Nope. Seattle's uh, team is called the Kraken. I'm really excited about the Kraken. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really excited to have a hockey team. That means I can like really pay attention to hockey and like um, maybe when we're allowed to like be in meet space with like people, like I can sit like six bleachers away from a person in in like a really icy rink. That'd be really cool. Well, there's no there's no real direction to go from here. There um, is. There. Because we're talking about the Kraken, there's actually like a really nice segue. To talk about Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Valhalla! I feel, I would feel wrong, especially because I haven't played it for the last couple of days due to physical illnesses. Um, yeah, can't play that game while nauseous. Is there a particular reason? Try I'm... scaling a wintry mountain while nauseous. Does it do the um blizzard screen shake thing that games do in the cold? Um not sh- it's much more subtle. Oh, um okay. it is it's it's just that the game has just the game puts better depth and detail into their landscapes and environments than they do on their people. Right. So so like the act like there's like a, there's like a special mode like different motions for as you're climbing up mountains and like and you know how you know the climbing if you've played an Assassin's Creed game like especially one of the more recent ones you understand what I mean by climbing motions um and like how the environment kind of also moves like a bit around you so like as you're kind of like doing that stuff or like sliding down snow or mud or whatever, there's just like enough movement and things moving where it's just like, I am really like borderline, like carsick feeling without playing this game. Now I just want to throw up. So I had to take a break for a few days. <laughs> I had to take a break for a few days. I can't like I can't even like I had to um in, in Final Fantasy 14, like I even had to stick with uh less light moving areas because like 
um, the the contrasts and just like the things moving in the environment was also triggering that same feeling. I was just like, I'm having like light sensitivity. <laughs> like I was having a sensory overload. There we go. I was having a sensory overload and it was triggering my nausea even further. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla was doing a really good job of that. So I was just like, oh God. Um, so if that isn't like a really good um a thumbs up for the game. I don't know what is. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Mm. When, it, when it's so bad that if you're sick, <laughs> it triggers sensory overload. <laughs> That's fascinating. Right? That's a, Isn't that fascinating? That is. I, I also mean, found out that like cyber sickness is a thing because I was like, why am I? Because I thought I was just nauseous from looking at screens. And I was like, maybe I'm cyber sickness. No, I'm sick and I'm having sensory overload, which is making me nauseous. Not, it's actually light sickness. Um, What is, so cyber sickness is? Cyber sickness is basically the exact same thing as car sickness, but it's caused from basically staring at screens for too long. So when you're staring at screens for, for a long time and you're reading, like you're basically taking in a lot of information, but the rest of you isn't. Like you're not moving, you're not like breathing new air, you're not, not and it makes you sick. Oh, and, it, and it's literally, it's literally the same as car sickness. Huh. Yeah, no idea what this thing. And apparently, they're just like this happens to like fifty percent of the population. Apparently, I imagine it's something that we uh, one of those things that we're kind of seeing more of because we're all right. locked at home. Right, but like, right, exactly. And so they're like. Like the the idea is to do like a twenty twenty twenty, which is like you get up every twenty minutes, and like also go outside for a walk just to like reset things. So I was like, that was pretty fascinating to like um, binge read about for like two days. Um, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I'm playing Assassin's not Odyssey. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which. I'm finally out of the first area, and so far, I think my only issue with this, it's not even an issue, it's not my problem. I have no issue with it, I think it's great. Um, Is that the only problem I'm seeing with it is that it comes after Odyssey. I mean, that's the, that's the biggest concern, yes. There's not, I haven't, there's, they've actually made quality of life changes from even Odyssey, that I'm just like, I wish this were an Odyssey. But, like, you can tell where they took, like, even an idea from Odyssey and then just, like, perfected it for Valhalla. Like, right. um, the the gear upgrading, like, the gear upgrading is even better. And it makes more sense. And you're also not being overloaded with, like, the same gear over and over and over again. You know how, like, you killed, you killed folks and you just kept getting gear? Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, but you could upgrade it. When you get... But hit- after while it was just like i really just want this one set right when you get so much gear it becomes a little numbing and you stop yeah. you stop thinking about it after a while yeah so they stop giving you so much gear and you and the focus is actually on different types of gear so you can pl- utilize that gear to play how you want so like i finally picked up a spear and it's awesome and so, like, you know, every, everything is named, but everything can become, like, an, a really good level, like, level item. 
Okay. If that so like there's clearly some that are better than the others. Like I'm still walking around with my father's axe. Right. And it's just as good as any of the new weapons I'm picking up and right. upgrading. Like they all start at the, about the same level and then you upgrade them up to where they're then parallel to each other. So like even new stuff I'm picking up doesn't look like it doesn't look like anything compared to what I currently have equipped because mine's upgraded. But if you upgrade it to the same level, it's parallel. It's the same. It's all based off of like what you want and what you're looking for. So I thought that was like a really like, but they took that idea from Odyssey and then just built up on it. Um uh it is very Nordic and I it is just I so I, I as earlier we kind of like went over like I'm like mythology. Well I also really like Nordic mythology and Nordic ballads. Right. And this game is just like I just I I am nerding the fuck out playing this game. <laughs> like, I've been streaming it, so, like, Aaron has seen me nerd the fuck out. Like, and if you go back on my streams, you could see me nerd the fuck out. And apparently, I'm, like, full murder giggles. Um, But, like, it's really great. So, it also really shows, like... So, Assassin's Creed right now is basically doing, like, like the the group like they're basically time period pieces at this point and they they're really while being within like a fantastical story but they're still like really respectful of like you know the source material and where things are coming from so with vikings there's like you know this idea of just like savage like not very intelligent just like smashy things smashy mix smashy whatever's um vikings were very romantic and they were extremely big on poetry. And so, and of course fighting. So there's like, you have like killing and fighting and um, whatnot all. And there's like, there's even like honorable ways of being an assassin, to be honest. Um, so sometimes like, you're literally like, I'm gonna sneak around and shoot people in the face. And other times you're just like, I'm raiding this entire city with my homies and we're just gonna yell the entire way and hurl insults on each other. And by being insults, they're like extremely creative. All of the insults are extremely poetic and extremely creative. And even when a fucker is running away, they're hurling insults at you about how they're going to destroy you and your family, but while they're running away, and they'll like they'll even like they'll even be like they even like made sure to even put in like the voice acting. There's just like fear in their voice as they're running away, but they're still hurling insults, like and and like brave threats. And then there's things like flighting battles, which are basically Nordic rap battles, <laughs> <laughs> where you're just insulting each other in poetry. <laughs> And at some point you like beat each other. And if you win, if you keep winning these fighting battles, it actually boosts your charisma. There's also drinking contests, which are, those drinking contests are disgusting. <laughs> what? <laughs> they are disgust. They are both hilarious and disgusting. <laughs> disgusting why? Okay. So first off, there's a giant vat of mead or beer or whatever the fuck. Right. You're and you have three horns that you have to speed drink. 
Right. In front of a crowd. Right. Chanting just like at a frat party. Right. That I don't. That sounds like fun. Right. But they also did the like. So like you have to. It's a button mashing one, but it's a timed button mashing. So you have to like be careful of like when you hit the button, and if you don't hit the button the right time, you spit up your drink, <laughs> or you cough. But you're also getting drunk. So they're also like doing like drunk physics. So like you, like all of a sudden like you, uh, Ivor will just start. Ivor is the main character. Ivor will just start leaning, and you have to click the button to like make them lean back to like regain their balance. <laughs> but then the camera starts spinning, like spinning, like a drunk, and it's just like spitting and burping because like there's actually like belching and just like half throwing, like half throwing up beer, but not. Meanwhile, they're still chanting in the background. And it was really well done, but it's extremely gross. <laughs> I'm like, they put all of the gross stuff of a drinking contest in. My favorite part of watching that is that the person who challenges you to a drinking contest sobers up so fast. Like, they go right back. Like, you go, you, you will win the drinking contest and stumble off. And you come back and you'll be like, can anyone beat me at a drinking contest? Anybody what? here, cowards? And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just like, like we no. just had one 30 seconds ago what the fuck happened <laughs> no it's fine but like i'm not wrong they're disgusting <laughs> um and then there's a dice mini game like because there's also a lot of like gambling games that um viking or vikings issues like lots of lots of them and i finally got the hang of one of them and it's gonna be really hard for me not to play those all the time at first, I was like, how the fuck do you do this? And now that I understand how to do it, I'm like, I will destroy all of you and get all of the money from it. Now, give me your God favor. Because also, just like Pogs, if any of you remember Pogs, um, when you defeat, the, when you beat the person, you take their slammer. Uh, it's the same thing. You 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 defeat them and you get to take their god token. So you can have a collection of god tokens that have different powers. It's really addictive. Um, I can't really talk about the story that much because um, in true Assassin's Creed stuff, everything story wise is a spoiler. But. I can say one of the things I really, really like about it is that it's, it is equally brutal as it is emotional. Like they really make a point of being like, yeah, these were like fierce warriors that were also people. And, but emotion is actually embraced in the culture. Like, like, you know, talking about, talking about being depressed or like whatever like all of this stuff is like ingrained in the culture like speaking your truth is like in the culture um and isn't something looked down upon excuse me go away uh the dog just was making noise at me <laughs> as an excuse me pet me i'm standing right here can't you see me um but yeah, so it's it's very much in in like that. And I really appreciate that because there's also um I'm not gonna lie, um uh Viking culture gets co-opted a lot by white supremacists. And um 
uh, a lot of the things that they like try to say that they value about like you know the Nordic gods or Nordic culture, Viking culture, it just didn't exist. It's just not a thing. It was just not. Um, so it's always really interesting to like see this kind of stuff. And another thing that I really like, I have to bring this up, um, is that they um, they made it so you can change your your gender at any point in the game. Really? Yep. All you have to do is you can just go to your menu and be like, change Ivor's appearance. And it shows like male Ivor or female Ivor, or it'll be like, let the system decide Ivor. So basically it like will change your appearance based off of like how your character is and what they're doing in the game. And to be honest, I am not trying that. I'm not trying it. I like the fact, I like the fact that it's there. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying it because if I try it and I feel uncomfortable with it, I will be upset. But it's there. So if anybody knows more about it and wants to try about it, like has anything to say about it, let me know because I'm really curious. But I'm also just going to stick with female Ivor. One, because I just really like the voice acting. And two, um, I still prefer um, female presenting models. And in my mind on this, like I'm really, I get really ambiguous, like really um, gender ambiguous vibes off of Ivor. Like even, um, uh, female Ivor. So, like, even though I'm using like the like the female body of Ivor, like, I really like in my in my brain, like Ivor is an envy. Hmm. Like they're just like I don't. I feel like I feel like she. I feel like Ivor was done really well. Like this section of Ivor was done really well. I haven't. I have no idea about. I have no idea about the male model of Ivor or how it may or may not change based off of that. But off of the the one that I'm using. Um, that that's just like I get really like ambiguous gender vibes, and it's really it, it makes one it makes it easier for me to play, and two I just really like it. Right. Um, there. So I was I was actually I'm not gonna lie I was actually gonna be I was actually really just sad that I wasn't going to experience Spartan kicking because there are no Spartans. Don't you guys have um Viking spears and tackling? Well, we have we have so many other things, and I love them so much. Like, um, I have unlocked um, uh, basically curb stomping. Right. Which makes me happy every time. Just it, it literally is. It's just like it's just like stomp, and I'm just like, oh, I just crushed a nigga's head. <laughs> I just crushed it, and I'm we're, you're killing like we're killing Englishmen, by the way. So I feel extra great about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's something about being one of the Danes, like just destroying Englishmen is great. Like there's just I'm not gonna lie, I just fuck the English. Uh, <laughs> um Yeah, so like like curb stomping an Englishman and was just like, ah, oh, joy. <laughs> Well, problematic i understand don't care <laughs> well oh my although my favorite one is uh, my favorite ability that i have unlocked so far oh wait sorry there's they've also did a different thing that's actually really important so there's a there's like the skill tree in which you can unlock stuff there 
But then there's abilities, which is a whole different thing. So you find lore books that give you abilities. Huh. Right. So like some things are abilities and some things are stuff that you unlock in the skill tree. And that was that's a completely different thing from uh, Odyssey. It's really good, though. Um, so one of the abilities I unlocked um, is I get to throw axes at people. <laughs> so full-on Legolas from <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings, just pulling out axes out of nowhere and throwing them across the screen into people's heads. Oh my God, it makes me sad so great. Um, I will be, if you want my reviews on the game, so you're just going to have to either one, like, go on Twitch or um, pay attention to me on Twitter. One of the, the game, the uh, Assassin's Creed games are so long that there's no way you're going to be able to go over it in a single stage. Um, no, so I'm just going over it in the stages that I play it in. Right. It's a, these games are 150 hours long. Um, you're not going to provide a concise. It's one of the weirdest things that a lot of um, reviewers um, threaten. They say that they've played this 200-hour long game enough to be able to review it. You haven't, probably, because it's so godforsaken long that you just you need the time. So we're giving you the time. So this is phase one. We'll return to it, especially because Ubisoft has a million and one sale. So eventually something you say will and in, will interest um a different person each time you bring it up. Uh, right. So I'm just doing it like so basically I'm doing the review in full Aaron Rand Freeman form, whereas where I talk about it as I play it and then rate each tiny part of it with a different rating just to throw off the entire rating scale because the rating scale is ridiculous. Numerical ratings are superb. Numerical ratings are superb when you're talking about small things. When you're saying this game is 5 out of 5 or like right. 5 out of 50. That's my favorite part about the numerical rating scale is that it's inherent. Like, If you're looking for something out of 10 for a game that's 200 hours long, that's a personal issue. And I like trolling that, which is why yeah. I rate everything on a numerical scale based from 0 to 10. Um, that can go well over 10 and include nouns and other parts of the English language. Um, because and, yeah, any, any number out of 10 is inadequate, but basically and my favorite thing is trolling Aaron in a way that he finds hilarious. <laughs> so this is how <laughs> I'm using the Aaron Rand Freeman rating system. Oh, like this one. It's the best rating system. I appreciate you for seeing me and honoring me in that way. Um, I'm going to play that game um, when I get my Xbox uh, Series X, which I um, paid. I paid the scalpers for it. I paid the scalpers. I'm not going to talk about how much I paid for the, paid the scalpers, but I paid the scalpers. Am I a scalper? Uh, you're not a scalper. No, you don't have you don't have an Xbox Series X. Um, unless you do, and you're the scalper, which would be a hell of a plot twist. In which case, why don't you give me fucking sell me a fucking game console for some reasonable amount of fucking money? What the fuck is wrong with you? I need rent. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>